Justice Wisconsin, the truth. The most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM. The movement continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee, stand, yeah. Up, stand yeah. up, It's Tory Low, the truth, from one to four We about that action, so tap in and let's go uh, We want that justice, we want all the smoke From Monday through Friday, trying to bring the city hope Yeah, Tory Low, from one to four Monday through Friday, let's go We about that action from the block, and we ready, let's go Tap in, and it ain't no holding back We ready, we ready 1017, the truth Tory Love, Tory Love Show, live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue, and I'm here for the action, and I'm but that action, and I want all the smoke, who wants the smoke today, salute to my brothers and sisters on the front lines, the movement continues. The marathon continues. How you doing, DJ Brother Z? It's Monday. And how y'all doing out there in Radio Land? Truth Nation. Hey, thank you for joining me this Monday, February 19, 2024. And we got another powerful conversation for you today. But you know how we get down on Mondays, as usual. We need the Monday prayer. Let's get the Miracle Minister Kevin on the lines. How you doing, Minister Kevin? I am blessed and highly favored. How you doing, my good brother? Hey, how you feeling? Man, I, I feel like going on. You know, feel like going on. Continue on to this struggle. Give us an update. Give us an update on your recovery. Update. Well, Friday I went to uh, the doctor's appointment, and they're Talking to me about getting their cochlear implant because, like I told you, I've been shot in my right ear, so I have no mm. hearing in my right ear at all. So they want me to get a cochlear implant, but uh, I haven't made a decision on it yet because I'm still waiting on this miracle to happen. We don't right. keep the miracle slower, boy. Because God can heal the blind and the, and the lame for walking; He could definitely do it for my ears as well. So, uh, like the Clarks was saying way back in the day. I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the apostle. Well, <laughs> Truth Nation has been praying for you for a speedy recovery and a full recovery. And we appreciate you for being uh, dedicated to serving the people and the fact that you are a minister and coming on the airwaves every Monday for the last two and a half years. It's powerful because the thing I would always say is, the minister that was praying for the city every Monday now needs the city to pray for him. Yes, and I appreciate each and every one of those prayers. It means a, a great deal to me because you know, prayer changes things. And when there's two or three gathered together, God is the best. He will hear those prayers. So you guys keep on praying for me as I keep on praying for you. And I appreciate it. Because that's the way prayer is supposed to be. You're not supposed to just pray for yourself right. all the time. That's just selfishness. You're supposed to pray for others. Put others before yourself. You know, and pray for everybody. Because everybody do okay, you can have a smile on your face. Even though you might be having struggle with difficulty. Because, you know, you know they're praying for you. So your change is going to come as well. I agree. I agree. What was the Sunday message, Minister Kevin? Talking about miracles, man, we talked about Jesus walking on the water. 
Okay, walking on the water. Jesus was Jesus walking on. What was going on? The apostles. Okay, after Jesus fed the four thousand people who could see it, all the other miracles. You know, they had a couple loaves of bread, a few fish, and everything. And, and they fed four thousand people. They still gathered up twelve baskets of food when they were done. You know, so mm, one more than another. another. Yes. So when he got done feeding them four thousand, Jesus sent them home. He told the apostles, apostles would have got on the ship to go across the Sea of Galilee to Capernaum. Capernaum, and uh, as they were going out there, you know. You know, they didn't have edges to eat they back then. They had sails and they had oars. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't use the sails because the wheels were contrary to the direction they were going. And they used the oars. And, you know, it was kind of a little stormy out there, waves going up against them, little wind pushing against them. They struggling, trying to row the boat. And they out about, the Bible says 25 to 30 furlongs, which is about three and a half miles, nautical miles. They way out there. They see Jesus. Well, somebody see Jesus walking on the water. One account of the four gospels said that Jesus about to pass him up, about to walk right past him. And they said, Jesus, come over <laughs> We need your help. So Jesus came over there, and he calmed the seas. He said, peace be still. You know, now these brothers just got, these are the apostles. They just got through seeing Jesus. Feed all the people with a little bit of fish and, and loads of bread. And they see what, that he's a miracle worker. Whatever, it's nothing impossible with him. But where was their faith at? You know, they couldn't say to the store, peace be still. Not a what up over there, mm. anything. But when they see Jesus, and what account, I think in Luke chapter 9, it was, says that when Peter said, Lord, if it be thou, allow me to come and walk on the water with you. Right. Yes. You know, you said, come on. Peter did. Peter walked in the water for a little while. To for a couple seconds. At the storm around him. You know, sometimes you get distracted with your faith. You get distracted. You see the storms around you, and you begin to seek. And as you begin to seek, you said, Lord, save me. And that's a lot of times what we got to do. We find ourselves sinking in sin, sinking in our troubles, our bills, our turmoils, our everyday life our job, whatever it is, we got to call out, Lord, save me. Because you don't want to draw. So, you know, that that's it's an important lesson, you know, because Jesus reached out his head. Sometimes we got to quit trying to fight the, the struggles, the water and everything, and just look for the head of God. And, and Look for his head and grab hold. And when I see the stories like that, when I watch, I see the principle. And the principle in the story is don't take your eye off of the mission. You know, stay focused. Yeah. Because sometimes when we out here, we we know we determined to get things done, but then we start looking at what so-and-so is doing, talking about what this person doing, and we take our eyes off of where we supposed to be going. And that's when we get off track, get off the mission, and then we got to reach up for the Lord to help us. Exactly. Keep your eyes on the prize. You asked to come out there to walk with him. Why are you looking at everything around you? Did you see him struggle? Did hey. you see Jesus struggling? The storm was blowing and everything, but Jesus was walking right on the water. He didn't say that Jesus was being blown away. Right. You know? And the thing is, he got Peter 
I don't even know which reason for why he wanted to get off the ship to walk on the water. I really don't. Maybe he wanted to be like Jesus. Maybe he wanted to be better than the other apostles. I don't know what his reason was. Well, Peter was Maybe the Peter was the security. Himself. Peter was the enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> so so when the, enfor- the, the enforcer wanted to go where to the person he was protecting because in the garden, Peter was the one that sliced off the soldier's ear. Right. Yeah, he's one right around the sword. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. I'm saying is he his mentality is hey, like I want to go where you at, that because he he was the enforcer. But Jesus was walking toward the boat, so why do you got to get out? Hey, look, Just wait for him to come. It's like a puppy, hey, you know. It's like it was like a puppy. When you come <laughs> home, I want to. They gonna run to you. You you coming in, but they gonna run out there if the door open. Okay, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But where was his safety at at that point? His safety was on the ship. Even mm-hmm. though they were struggling, rowing their thing, they were still safe on that ship. That ship was built to last a storm. You are not getting on the water. You're not built to last a storm getting out the ship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to stay on the ship. And Jesus would be there to come on the ship with you. That's why he's walking toward the ship. He ain't walking to push. He ain't walking to just walk alongside you. He's coming on the ship with you. And there's a storm. It's calm in his life as he's walking on that water. He gonna bring that same calmness to your life. Hey, that sounds like Stay the people. The ship, on, hold on, that sounds like the people on the plantation. You ain't got to run away. God gonna save us right here on the plantation. Don't run away. Well, then you got to think about the story of uh, Moses, where their people was delivered. You can't stay there forever. You, you know, I'll they say this. I, I, <laughs> the courage of Peter to me was 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 a lot when I heard this story. Um, he had the courage to step out on the water, but he didn't have the sustainability to stay on the water. Yes, that's, that's absolutely true. So to, so to me, when, when you take a step. step, this is why I say when people say God, I'm, I don't say nothing after that because you told me that God is a part of what you're saying. So I'm going to back up off the story uh-huh. because now I'm going to watch and see. Is it does it have some sustainability? Because God is yeah, sustainable. That's what they did with Jesus. They were talking about you know they wouldn't kill everybody. Else. They will if it's real, it'll last. If it's right. fake, it go crumble. Facts. <laughs> so so look it, it, look when I first started my activism and my advocacy, it was a lot of people coming to me talking about what God said. God said this. God said that. And so years, you know, and we in it for the marathon. So the work is a marathon. So I said, okay, I didn't say nothing. But then when it fell apart, I was wondering, okay, what was that? It couldn't have been God because it fell apart. You know what I mean? Or you took your right. eyes off the prize and, it, and you fell apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because anything exactly. that's backed by the frequency or backed by, you know, the mission is sustainable. It, it definitely is because, like we say before, if God calls you, He will keep you. He right. will, will also prepare you. He'll prepare you. He ain't going to just call you and leave you out there with no, no idea what to do, how to do it. You know, if He call you, you, you call for a reason, bro, because you are definitely needed. Right. And He's going to get you through. He's going to bring you through it. So no matter what happens, no matter what storm is going yeah. on, no matter what's going on around you. Boy, you know, what storm lasts forever? 
None. They 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 got to they got to they got to die out at some point. Exactly. So you stay if you stay on the ship and let that storm go by, you gonna be okay. You might not be where you want to be because it might have blown you off course somewhere, but you gonna still survive. Mm. And you got every opportunity to get back on course, but you got to stay in the ship. It was a scripture ship to do its job. It was a scripture that I always really like. When I get into a certain situation, I always revert to, yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no Uh evil, you know, for thou art with me. You know, that's my favorite scripture because sometimes it don't look sweet. Everything ain't always going to look and have happy uh, strings to it. Sometimes it's going to look dark and you got to make sure that you keep the faith in the dark moments. It's easy to, to see it when everybody around clapping, when everybody, you know, eating good, but when it's you know, uh, barely enough food to eat when it's barely enough money to pay the bills. That's when you know if you're going to stay on the on the frequency and stay on the path. And this is why I judge people in the long run, because the long run is where you measure if it was if it was real or not, not in the short run. Exactly. And you talk about 23rd Psalm. Yes, everybody likes to quote that. People need to study it to see what they said, though. Don't just say empty words. Be what you say when mm-hmm. you say that, that you walk through the valley of shadow of death. Yes, because those are times when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, those are the times that build up your faith. Sunny days, though, build up your faith. Good times, everything going just perfect in your life does not build up your faith. It's those tests and trials. It's those stormy days. It's that valley of shadow of death. It's those times that build up your faith because it gives you a testimony. It gives you something to look back at. Mm. I remember when I had this trouble and God brought me through and now you're more faithful. Dang. You know, one, of days, one of these days, I'm going to teach your faith, man. It's going to be phenomenal, but I got to teach on that one day. <laughs> hey, look, let me tell you it's this. Faith make the world go round, but works Actually, it's the implementation. Faith is the is the belief, but the work is the implementation. Yes, yes of course, because when you, that that grain of mustard seed don't grow if you don't put the work in it. Right, you can have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, but you, as all you do is keep looking at it in your head, that seed go die. Where's the work at? When yeah. you go plant that seed, when you go water that seed, what you gonna do? <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you this. Work, bro. Those principles have lasted me my whole life. It's, uh, the the Bible. A lot of people take it literally, you know, where they believe in the people. No, you got to extract the principles and apply the principles. That's how it works. You have to. You have to. You have to. You know, whether you want to believe that there's fairy tales or whatever, there's still a lot to learn. People could always always want to discount the Bible. But I always say, what in the Bible do you read that will make you a worse person than you already are? <laughs> hey, obey, uh, you obey your that, slave you master. Well, who are they talking to? <laughs> I mean, if you are a slave hey. and, and you don't obey hey. them, you get killed. So would that apply? Hey. When they when they said that, they were in slavehood. I'm, uh, by were, the way, I be acting. By the way, I be acting out here when people try to control things. I probably would have been dead. I probably wouldn't have listened and to that. That's your choice. Yes, yes, that's your choice. You have that. that definitely had that choice. That option because you obey him until you get the upper hand on him. Mm. You obey him. I probably would have been dead off the rip. 
You're not gonna get the upper hand if you always did this, you know, unruly and right. everything. But if you think you get here thinking that okay, he on board what we doing, now you got your chance at him. <laughs> it's strategy. So there's still wisdom. There's still wisdom in obeying your, your masters. You know, it's, 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 you know, obey your those yeah. that have rule over you. That's what it really says. Yeah. Those that have rule over you, and that's your being. I wouldn't that's even. I probably law. wouldn't even have made it over here. I probably would have been in there with the sharks. I would have been shark food. I was just looking at a display this morning on, on Instagram. It was a beautiful display. They got it's a, like a lake. They got a bunch of statues, clay statues of all the African people were there. I'm gonna try to find it again. I'm gonna send it to you or tag you or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It, it, it honored all those who did not want to make it over to this, right. this land. They jumped off. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'd, it, I'd it's a beautiful off. display again. Oh man, I'd I don't jumped know. Off. I wouldn't be jumping off. I wouldn't. I, I would have had to take my chances with the, with the fishes. No, I'm throwing them off, bro. I ain't jumping off. Hey, either way. <laughs> I'm throwing a video of them off as I can. Either way. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have made it. Off, but I'm going to even the odds a little bit. Hey, hey Minister <laughs> Kevin, I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it. I'm going down fighting. I'm going down fighting, <laughs> hey. bro. <I> <laughs> well, we... Well, we need that prayer because right now we're living in times of uncertainty and where people need to look uh, for strength. And we need to pray for the strength of the people today, Minister Kevin. And I appreciate you coming in for this Monday prayer. Truth Nation, let's get on one accord. Y'all know how we get down. Put your energy toward the, the radio. Put your energy toward the phone. It's time for that prayer. Oh, God. Oh, God, we thank you for the opportunity to call upon your name once again. In our storms of life, we seek after you to be our rescue, our assurance, and our peace. Help us to build up our faith when things get dark and gloomy. Not giving up when things be hard or impossible. Not abandoning the ship because we can't wait on you to calm the waves. Let us speak to our circumstances to bring forth change. Let us be faithful enough to stay on the ship whether it be friendship, fellowship, leadership, relationship, entrepreneurship, ownership, apostleship, worship, and especially championship, because we claim victory over every storm that blows into our life. I speak life and life more abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, anything else you want to say, Miracle Minister Kevin? As always, my brother, stay cool, stay calm, and stay focused. Hey, look, when we come back, we'll be joined on the we'll be joined in the studio by Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. And that's Tory Lowe bringing you all the action and all the smoke. You are listening to the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You good, T Money? Teams even count me up. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is all balanced. I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it get. I do not throw. I, I, I might take a sip. I might hit the button, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no wish, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my dick is broke? What good is first class if my can't sit? That's my next mission. It's 101. Seven the truth. Tory Low, Tory Low Show. 
DJ Brother Z on the ones and twos joining me in the studio. Marquette Hall of Famer, Tony Smith. How you doing, Tony Smith? Good, good. It's a nice Monday afternoon. Long weekend. Hey, kind of disappointing, Marquette. Well, it's a holiday today, ain't it? President's Day? It's President's Day? Yeah, because I went to the post office and it was closed. I was like, oh, wow. It's President's Day. Forgot. I don't know. I, I don't do the President's Day. I mean, you know, they got any holiday to take off. I need dead presidents to represent me. Dead President's Day? No, just the money. Oh, oh okay. You already got that. We call we call the, the money dead presidents. No, I, I know. I knew what you're saying, but okay. I'm just saying, I just. Uh, you got all that. You got all the dead presidents already. What's the problem? It sounds good. I mean, <laughs> hey, you can never have enough. Can never have enough. I agree. But uh, Marquette, can you, what happened with Marquette? You come. Marquette, we took uh, we took a big took a big L. Took a big L. You know, you're playing the number one team in the country. First of all, you're not really supposed to win. They're the number one team for a reason. But uh, Marquette's in that. I think they're in, in that echelon where they can beat UConn, but you're not going to beat them when you're not playing well. That's the thing. You have to play well. Right. And uh, UConn played well on both ends of the floor. Marquette did not play well on either end of the floor. So uh, that's why you saw such a lopsided victory. Had had they played well offensively or well defensively, it would have been closer. Mm-hmm. Had they played well on both, it would have been even closer. Possibly a, lot of, a win A lot there. of people said this was an embarrassing game. Uh, it was. 100%. Anytime you lose that big, it's definitely embarrassing. You, you hate it. Uh, but it's it's fuel to motivate you to get right. better. I mean, that's that's what you got to use it for. You, I mean, all teams are going to take an L. I hey, mean, the tournament coming up. Tournament's coming up. We got first of all, you got a lot of Big East to navigate still. Uh, got a couple weeks left in the in the season. Right, uh, enough games. Then you have the Big East tournament. A uh, lot of big games ahead of you. You gonna lot be of, down, you gonna be a of, part of all this action. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be down there. I'll be on the radio calling them all. I'll be at the games. So. I'll be down there. I get to see it firsthand, and that's what, that's why I say. I, I listen. I I saw it. I've seen it for years. It doesn't like people are gonna want to look at a loss. Like, ooh, yeah, you got beat. Okay, yeah, we we lost to to UConn, who's they're playing better than anybody in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Anybody, like, no one's beating UConn right now. No one's beating UConn the way they play. Yes, uh, Saturday, no one's beating UConn if they play like that. I mean, they executed on offense. Their defense was smothering. It was hard for uh, Marquette to get a good clean look. So they're playing like that. No one's going to beat them. But they're not going to play at that every single game. What do you think that needs to take place for Marquette to get on that elite level at number one? What What are some of the things they need to clean up? No, they're they're on the elite level. You just got to bring it every night. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like they don't. There's nothing like you look at them. Oh, what you need? Oh, what would what would you want to have? Some more size in A your win? lineup? Maybe. <laughs> no, you would have. You want to have some more size in your lineup? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But. They they got enough side. They the the only so real the only, the only real issue they've had this year has been giving up offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. They're doing and that's because of their size. You know at the at the four spot they got David Joplin at the four. They play three guards and a forward at six eight. And then their center is about six ten six eleven. But they just have they just been giving up offensive rebound. That's been their Achilles heel. So if you're saying like. What do they need to clean up? Which they're not going to clean up because they're not going to get any different players. Right. So that's not. It's going to be. It's going to be cleaned up internally, mentally, which we've seen it happen in a few games. So we know they can do it. Right. Uh, but that's why I say you got to. You just have to be locked in, mentally prepared. You got to bring it. Uh, and when you step up to the big teams, you got to know. You know when you play the Purdue's, when you play the the Yukons, these number one teams in the country. 
for a reason because they're playing well at that moment, right? You know you got to be extra, extra locked in and, and focused. You, and you got to have your A game. And you got it. Yep, you got to bring it. But you, but the there's a fine line though. You got to bring it and be ready, but you can't be tight. Right? You can't play tight. And everybody got to play well when you don't and, have a huge right. Yeah, like uh, it's beef you know, when you don't have beef in the lineup. Right. When you so you got uh you, you got UConn at one, Marquette at four. What, what all the things I'm saying for Marquette, UConn has the same thing. They're playing Marquette. Marquette ain't no slouch. Mm-hmm. If you come in half stepping, not playing uh, hard, not executing, not uh, communicating defensively, not being mentally into the game, well, you're going to lose. Like both teams, like you got to be right. locked in. So uh, it's whoever's locked in. Then we'll then we'll leave it up to who, who's making shots that day, right? Uh, it's, it's, if someone gets hot on one team or they allow like a, a good shooter to get hot, I mean, this is it's a it's a fine line between winning right. and losing when those two teams play. But like I said, when you for Marquette, they just is not. You know, I said in the in the during the game, I was just Homer. I was telling uh, my broadcast partner Homer, like they're not they don't look like Marquette today. They're not playing like themselves. So, so it's, it's a it's, mental it's, thing. It's a weird. I mean, I don't some uh, you. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. The prep. You know? No, nah, nah, I doubt it's the prep. Shock is a great coach, so I, I take. I know they're prepared. Mm-hmm. I know they're prepared. So I think it's just like I tell so Homer. Like believe- I tell Homer, it's 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 kids, right? You don't know what's going through their mm-hmm. mind. They might have been looking at chatter online about what's going on, how big the game is. Maybe it got to them. Who knows what's going through? Uh, you know, these kids are nineteen years old, right? You don't know what's in their head. Hey, they- but. You know, like they've, I said, we want we want greatness. Yeah, they've 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 played some great games for. They've they've risen to the occasion. You know, we we had the early season tournament. We beat uh, over Thanksgiving. We beat Kansas, who was number two at the time. Uh, so we, I mean, we, we they they played some big games. They won some big games. They're going to have to do it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have the ability, especially to. when it's on the big stage, especially when it's the televised. Yeah, games, ideally, that's when you want to you want to show up those. there. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, you definitely want to. At least you want to show up better. And make a better representation of yourself. So, but listen, I've been there in those games where you you got smoked, uh, when maybe you weren't supposed to get smoked, and you got to be extra focused. Now it's gonna whoever the next opponent is, you, you got to feel bad for them. Like that's 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 the attitude that you want to have. Like I feel bad for the next opponent because they're gonna get they're gonna it. take it out on. Them. Correct. All right. Look, when we come back, we'll have a pop culture report with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Truth Nation. Stay locked in right here on Tory Low. It's the Tory Low Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 1017 The Truth, Tory Low, Tory Low Show. In studio with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Tony Smith, did you see the dunk contest? Over the weekend? No, thank goodness I did not. Dunk uh, contest has been whacked for a while. Okay, it, it was trash. It, it was trash. Yeah. But I could I could I could I could have assumed that, yeah. But yet the G Leaguer won the dunk contest. Uh yeah, you call him G Leaguer, he's an internet dunker. Mac McClaw. He's a YouTube dunker. Uh, but he in the G League though. But he's a YouTube dunker. That's what he's more known for that than he is for the G League. No one even knows he's in the G League. Hold they on. know him from Wait the internet. He won last year. We knew who he, he was. He's an internet sensation. Okay, we knew who he was. Okay. Right. And he's only what, six feet? You know, six one, probably. And he won the dunk contest because he jumped over Shaq and dunked. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, that's what I say. He's an internet dunker. That's where he's. That's where he got his fame from. Before he went to Georgetown, before he went to college, 
Everybody knew he was an internet dunker. But you, you got to have skills to get in the G League. You can't just get in the G League. Oh, he, can, he got game. He can play, too. Okay, he can. Oh, yeah, so, he can you play. know, he got some he ball skills. Of, I think he, he may have broken Iverson's record in Virginia for scoring in high school. Mm. So, Duke can play. Okay, so all I'm saying is this dunk contest is being won. You say an internet dunker. I say a G Leaguer. Because you got to be in the NBA somewhere to even get in this contest. Uh, yeah, you do. But like I say, well, you you just know him from G. I know him from the internet before he was in there. So that's, I mean, that's where I first seen him. I know the I, professor I from the I, internet. I mean, it's a lot of correct, internet but, ballers. Right, and if they had a, a handles competition, professor might win. <laughs> yeah, so, most right. likely, right. That, that's what I'm saying. So I see the, I see this internet dunker before he even goes to college. I've been seeing this kid. And I knew last year, as soon as they had him in the dunk contest, I go, you're, he's going to win. This is what he does. Like, you're talking about it. You're, you're looking at a guy who does this. Like, I, NBA dudes are playing the game. I don't believe the best dunkers in the league is actually dunking the ball. Uh, Dunking ain't – that's what I'm saying. It ain't like – It ain't like it used to be with Michael it, Jordan. Well, I mean, and Dominique Will. The the problem is like you've now like back in the day there was no Sean there, Kemp. there was no internet dunkers. People weren't dunking for the for the for YouTube. People weren't dunking for IG. Okay, but what I'm saying, we talking about. But now hold on, Tori, hold on. No, the listen, NBA. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. There was none of that stuff back then, so no guys were doing perfecting dunking and doing all the experimenting like they were with dunking. Now in today's world, there's guys that's all they do. All they do is practice and you can make crazy dunks. Right. Yeah, they do. They practice weird dunks. They they try all kinds of stuff. Well, guess what the guys in the NBA are doing? They're playing. They're playing for a living. They're playing for a paycheck. Okay. They're playing the game. They're not practicing dunks well, after the game, after well, practice. Stephen A. gets on first take with, with, with Shannon Sharp, with Shay Shay. Mm-hmm. And he said Bad that LeBron. He said LeBron is the reason why the dunk, the dunk contest is trash. Mm-hmm. Let's listen. But let me say this, Perk. Okay. Let me say this. Let me say this to you. You know where I'm going. I'm about to go there. LeBron James is directly responsible for ruining the slam. (laughs) Oh, are you serious? Thank you. Yes, he is. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. And I'm not laughing. I'm dead serious. All that other stuff. Hall of Fame, Mount Rushmore, phenomenal, four-time champion, all that other stuff. We will miss him when he's gone, appreciate his greatness, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. The one thing, Shannon, the one thing, I'll even let Shannon, I'm so serious about this, I'll shut up about the GOAT debate if you hear me out, okay? Okay. The slam dunk contest, I got the stat here, Shannon, because when we're talking about the slam dunk contest from 1985 to 1997, Five of the 13 slam dunk contests were won by future Hall of Famers. Jordan twice, Dominique Wilkins twice, Kobe once. Michael Jordan participated in the contest three times. Dominique Wilkins, five times. Every every high jumper, every skywalker, every above-the-rim talent salivated for the opportunity to compete in the slam dunk contest. It stopped when LeBron James said, I'm not doing it. And from that point forward, the stars who followed didn't feel compelled to prioritize a slam dunk contest. The tradition that was set 
by others preceding LeBron James. We watched LeBron James, and then you know what he did, Shannon, to rub it in, to rub it in? He'd do it on the layup lines before games. You oh, went wow. to the games and you had people with the cameras clicking and going crazy because they saw LeBron James using a layup line pregame as his own slam dunk performance. Oh, and wow. he did it on purpose. Okay? So what I'm saying to you is when we look at the demise of the slam dunk from an historical perspective, there is no one who knows basketball who will refute what I'm saying. There is no one who would do it. Hey. LeBron James refusing to participate in the slam dunk contest was the beginning and the spark plug of its demise. All right. Is that you you played in the Hater. NBA? You played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Did LeBron ruin the dunk contest? Uh no. He mm. didn't. Um they kept messing around with the format. Um, that was that was the first problem. They're they're mm. just too much jacking around with the format. Should have left the format like it was. Now, like you don't want to see miss. You don't want to see a bunch of missed dunks. Well, they not making a dunk. Well, because why? Because they're trying a bunch of hard stuff. <laughs> okay, but you're supposed to be the, out of, if you don't. Okay, I'll say this. Hey, as how, a person that grew up with how many did watching, Mac, how many did McClung miss? He missed three. I, I think he missed a few. Okay, right. But, but he was trying to go for some. He's he's doing crazy stuff. stuff yeah. Correct. That's my point, though. Like they're doing difficult stuff, and some a dude who practices all, like last year. I don't think he didn't miss any last year. No, he I was watched on it last point. year. He, he didn't miss point. any last year. But that's why that's why I was telling people last year. I go, this dude is. This is what he does. These but are easy dunks for him. Though. I mean, it wasn't not. It wasn't like what do you mean you ain't It wasn't like Michael Jordan jumper from the like. It wasn't like hey, you know what? the windmill like bow. It wasn't like. Hey, Brown he's the, doing it, all that. No, the, Wait, it speaking of that, Jalen Brown had the worst dunk <laughs> in the history of dunks. He did. He he dunked it and then covered his eyes after. Right, after the dunk. So <laughs> He tried to do D. Brown. Saying, I go, dude, this is the worst dunk trash. ever. Okay, and, and I understand that, uh, you know, he's this guy practiced. McClung did dunk, some hard dunks. But what I'm saying I is saw the you didn't see the flying. You didn't see the creativity. Like, you, the when dude is like six foot tall. And, and, and you know you, the dude is like six foot tall. He was flying. It wasn't. A, it wasn't the creativity there. No, Tori. Have you lost your mind? No, I think Cre- I think, those wasn't the creativity. I, I, no, what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is, were you watching the doctor? Yeah, he was doing. I watched, come on, I got to pull him up for you. They, I mean, the, fir- first, on, hey, the first one was good when he, first when of he all, caught the ball clutch hey, twice. Let me let me, dunk- let me let me deliver the bad news. Deliver now, the bad now, news. The, the bad news. We all, we all know. Like first of all, you can't even dunk. Because where the super? Dunk, it don't matter. <laughs> no, I'm watching but it. you got to know. It's you a lot know, of people you that watch the dunk contest you that gotta, can't dunk. Yeah, and they don't understand how hard no, it is to do some of the stuff. What I'm saying is, we want to no, see. We want to see under, spectacular. You though. Like I remember last year. Yo, you telling me I, I remember, don't know what spectacular look like? Yes, I'm telling you that. That's exactly what I'm telling y'all. And and most of y'all listening. No, we know what spectacular is supposed to look like because we didn't see. When you're done saying what you're saying, let me tell you about how. It really is now. Last, I remember. Did you do the dunk remember contest? when Pat Connaughton was in the dunk contest? Yeah, right. So you remember Pat Connaughton did dunk? He went over somebody's head, grabbed it, and then dunked it. But this is what I'm talking about. Like y'all don't even understand. Like the stuff McClung was doing it. He's doing it so clean and nice. But the difficulty level is beyond comprehension for most people because they can't dunk. Now that dunk Connaughton did, 
the judges, that's why they started to have to watch stuff slow motion. Mm-hmm. They don't even see what's going on in the dunk. It's happening so he, fast. He hit it off the backboard and then dunked it. They didn't even see that part because he did it so quick. But I'm talking about the level of difficulty involved in these dunks and doing stuff. Like being up in the air, twisting, and trying to get your orientation. This stuff is not easy, but he's making it look easy. I think, I think that this sets a bad precedent. I, I, because I, this is why I say it. Because now, okay, the G-Leaguer... Is winning the dunk contest. Yep. Well, now that they're gonna say, well, why don't you let the G Leaguers into the three point contest? Why don't you let the G Leaguers into the game? Well, the, first, the 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 game is problematic because it's just let's see who can get hot. That's really the game. It's not really competitive, right. and you're not gonna make it competitive. Okay. Nobody's gonna get competitive. But then they're gonna say, let some young hungry cats get in the but, game to make it competitive. What they should do something. The game could. Use something, but they're not going to do it though. The game is going to be the three point contest doesn't need any help. Okay, three point contest doesn't need any help. Okay. so that's well, why they're not going to let G Lakers. Hold do on, it. no, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you why it needed help because why they let the woman play against Steph in the, in the, in the three point contest. They had a separate three point. That was contest. a separate thing. Okay, but they yeah. added some flavor with a female. But that was male that was idea. that was not three point contest. That was something separate. It was a contest. It was about a, three They points. added a contest. Okay, so it's another shooting contest. Right, they added one. But I'm telling you, the okay. three-point contest itself that Dame won, they don't need any help for that. And she had the same points as Dame. Because she can shoot. Okay, so they're going to integrate all of it then. Yes, guess who's going to be in it when she gets in the WNBA? Caitlin Clark. Right. So so they might they might eventually gravitate to allowing... You know, a little bit, thi- a little bit of things outside the NBA to, to make it more exciting. Well, they could listen. They could put WNBA players in the three point contest, no question. Right, because so they can we, shoot it. So this is opening the door for that. It's, we looking at it as a dunk contest, but but they, but, but, they, some, but, but they want the excitement. But the only thing is, and they, if the regular they NBA have their players own are not creating the excitement, then they're going to start allowing uh, other ideas to in- infiltrate these ideas because people are getting tired. But, right, but that's what they've been doing all year. That's why it's been changing. They're always looking for something new, something better. And a lot of times, like, you don't need nothing doing better. Just let it be what it is. Mm. Well, and, you see what fun. they did to the Pro Bowl. Now they playing flag football now. Right, N- right. I mean, because don't nobody trying to get – no one <laughs> right. get hurt. That's why they don't play hard in the All-Star game. And nobody playing no D. Don't nobody want to get hurt. <laughs> you know, I'm doing none of that stuff. But what Stephen A. said – the only, th- only part I agree with Stephen A. is it's like anything else. Like, you want to see big name stars doing whatever you're doing. Like, you could have a you could have a mud wrestling competition. You could have a a power walking competition. You want you still want to see the big name stars do it. You don't want to see right. people you don't know doing. It's, it's there's no value to and that. And I agree because the excitement comes from us looking at our stars and then. Then the All Star Weekend is 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 a skill. It's the stars of the stars. It's the skills, right? Test. Yeah. And you see, right? You you want to see the big names dunking? Like, is LeBron the best dunker on the planet? No, of course not. But the but you but got you still want to see the LeBron best dunker in the NBA. It don't ha- it don't have right. to be and, uh, the best dunker the, well, on even, the planet. It even, can be even the best with, in even the NBA, that, right? Some of the best dunkers in the NBA aren't even in the contest. Right. They not. They not right. even trying to you even got do a, it. You got other high flying guys that can play in the NBA that aren't necessarily in the contest. But, you know, they would have LeBron in in a heartbeat. Right. Just because he's a name and people want to see him dunk. But he's he's about done. He ain't doing it. You saw him in the All-Star game. He barely, he, he almost <laughs> missed that one dunk. He barely got out of the rim. He's done now. Hey, look, you know, for him to be playing at the level he's playing at. Plus, plus he ain't got the creativity. After 20 years. 
I'm no, I'm I'm not taking anything away from okay. Bronny, but I'm saying as far as being in the dunk contest, that ships I, the, to me. I think he's got some kind of something because when he decided not to be in it, I think he just took a hard stance at that point. For some, you know, how somebody tell you like do something, and you're like, "No, nah, I don't do it." And right? And you're just like, "I'm gonna just I'm gonna stand on this just because." Just but because now, I said but now it. I'm gonna dunk in the layup line, do all the tricks in the layup. Right. Line. I'm gonna do that just to mess with you. That's why Stephen A. said he's doing it just to mess with him. Like I ain't gonna be in the competition because of it's like you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of like I didn't go out for track my senior year, and it's because the coach, right? Because what what he, he, he didn't have want, an issue with the coach. Well, yeah, he didn't want to do what I want to do in practice, and so I was like. I'm gonna get him right. back by not just, participating. Well, just on, just on GP. I ain't, I'm, I ain't, I ain't going out then. Michael Jordan would have never did that. Uh, I don't. He may have. Hey, he Who knows? he was in the dunk contest. He was. He was, but he didn't take he, that. He, he sucked at he the three point contest. He, he probably wasn't. But he entered the three point. But, but he, he wanted to be in there. Like LeBron wasn't really feel wanting to be in there. And I don't know what the reason was. Uh, I'm thinking like he didn't want to lose. Because mm. I, I got. I'd have to go back and see who. Like in the first time they wanted LeBron in there, who was he going to have to go up against? But All right. Back then, when he was young, though, he's that's when he should have been in his first couple of years. He's high flying then. Right. He, he could have figured out something, and he would probably have been one just because he's a phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? So he he missed his chance then, and after that, well, he may not have. I don't a, know what he happened. He may not have a dunk contest uh, uh, trophy, he, he but won't. he got the in in game show tournament, the in game season in game tournament. Ooh, the first one. Big deal. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to have more Pop Culture Report with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Truth Nation. Say like that right here on Tory Lowe. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. 1017 The Truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show, Pop Culture Report with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith in the building. It was Dame time. Dollar, dollar. Hey, Dane Dollar snap over the weekend. Snap, had it going. Won the three-point contest. Shoot from half court in the game. Powerful. Then he got the MVP of the game. Yeah, yeah, he was he was hot. I thought uh, I thought our guy from Oshkosh, local boy, Tyrese Halliburton was going to win it oh, for you, a minute. You thought Halliburton he, he, was going to win? He came out and hit five in a row to start the game. Right. Five threes. Bam, 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 bam. I was like, all right, Halliburton trying to get the hometown boy trying to get the MVP. I think that Dame, uh, when he threw that up there from half court, he, twice. Which one? I was going to say he threw two of them from half so court. So what I'm saying is, what you going to do with that? Well, what is he going to do with it? <laughs> hey, get the MVP. You ain't doing that in the game. Yeah. Hey, listen, the Bucks have 27 games to get it in gear. We got we got the two of the best players of all time. Yep. Two of the top players in the league right now. Yep, they're both an all-star team. Once again, what what do you think the issue is? Because obviously Doc is trying to piece it all together. Man, Doc just got there. They, they bought they, in they, Pat Bev. There ain't going to be no magic fix. They bought in Pat Bev. Yep, and I told you, I already told you the problem. Pat Bev ain't enough. Pat Bev's a big mouthpiece, but is he moving the needle as far as what they need on the floor, which is defense? He'll give you a little bit of defense, but he's 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 more bark than bite at this point. And it's not a sustained defensive, right? He can do it in spurts because he, he just he likes to get too hype. He's, he wants to be disruptive mentally is what he really wants to do. Right. He they, wants to get in your head and get you off your game. But this uh, is something that Doc wanted, though. No. Again, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I have a problem with the, the Beverly addition. 
Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It, definitely. I, I mean, I, I, I like what he brings to the table. But as far as what the Bucks need, I don't know if it's enough. They needed. I told you because I said they needed to at least make a couple of moves on the on the wing. Now he's out. He's out front. He's not on the wing. Right. You need some of those six seven, six eight guys who can just have some length and athleticism who can play some D at times because you don't need a couple minutes from them. You know, you need ten or twelve minutes from a couple of guys like that, but give you good defensive minutes. Dame, uh, you know, Middleton, Giannis, they got the offense covered. Like you gonna get you gonna get the Giannis, buckets from Giannis them. Giannis is a defense. Brooke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got you well, you got you got the back end, Brooke and Giannis. They're on the back end defending. Then, Portis? Then you got and Portis as well. Yeah. He's, that's, he's not bad. Okay, right. That's, but that's on that's on the back end. Like they're not guarding guys on the wing. Not one okay. of those are guarding anybody on the wing. So mm. and in this league, you know, you got six seven, you got six seven, six eights all over the place. You know, Jason Tatum, uh Brown. If you look at Boston, Indiana's got Pascal Siakam. Uh, how long they do got you guys give on Doc the wing to figure this out? It's not Doc, bro. No, I'm talking about how long do you think his philosophy got to he kick in? He he's he, he's not going to figure it out without personnel. That's what I'm trying to tell mm, you. So so not this year. No, I'm, and I'm not saying that doesn't put them out of it for this year. I'm saying it makes it very very difficult this year. What do you think the problem, the Bucks issue is, and what could have solved it? Yes, uh, addition of the right personnel could have solved it. Who who was they available? Get it. That's the thing. It, it might not have even been anybody right. available. So, but they still needed what they needed. Just because it wasn't available doesn't mean they didn't need it. They still needed it. Mm-hmm. They they just have a much more difficult path now to get where they need to get. Not saying they can't get there. They certainly can't. Every team is one injury away uh, from being out of it. Right. Right. So, so do you think that the playoffs? Because a lot of people know that once you get to the playoffs, it's a whole different ball game, whole different mentality. Right. Uh, do you think that the experience uh, and the power of Giannis and Dame? And Portis and and do that change in the playoffs where the intensity picks up? Uh, it's going to help, but the problem with the playoffs is whatever your weakness is, it's going to get exposed because now you're playing the same team right. seven times. They're they're going to expose your weakness. Uh, you got to be able to cover it up uh, with other things or scheme scheme yourself into uh, being better. Why don't you go out there and suit up? You was a good defensive player. You was, you was. Uh, I was. That was you my was thing. A defensive defense. stopper, yeah. But yeah, I can't stop nobody now. The only person I can stop is myself. <laughs> you can swipe the ball. I can stop myself right now. Hit the ball real quick. Now I might might break a finger. <laughs> Ain't doing it, Tilo. I'm staying safely on the sidelines on my couch watching. But I, 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 I listen. The Bucks. They got. They got a chance. Let's put it that way. With Giannis and Dame, 100. percent You got a chance. Like one of those. Like Giannis is always going to get hot. He's just going downhill dunking on people. But if you get Dame hot too, man, you already saw where you can right. shoot from. That's what I'm saying. So he's, I'm excited, but it seems like. He's stretching that defense way I, open. The All-Star game made me excited, but then I say, okay, now it's back to the regular season. I'll, is that going to transfer over into the season? And you've seen, I mean. To the second half. You've seen Dame before. He, he carried Portland to a couple series right. early in his career by himself. He was just carrying the squad. So. Listen, you got you got Giannis and Dame. I'm I'm giving them a, a chance, uh, and we're gonna have to see what happens. That, that's it. I mean, but I'm, I'm definitely not counting them out. And I think Doc's experience. You know, they want to talk about his three one losses, whatever. Uh, but he's he's been there. He, you you've you've gotten to the point where you're up three one, right? So I I'll take my chances with Giannis being up three one, Dame being up three one, and them closing one of those games out. No matter what people want to say about mm, Doc. All right. T. Smith, thank you for coming through as usual. See you Wednesday. See you on Wednesday. 
Hey, Truth Nation, when we come back, we'll have more discussion. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe.